Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley of Matt Riley Fly Fishing. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? Uh, just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, how's the guide calendar looking? You kind of getting booked up for the summer? Uh, yeah, man. It's been it's been good. I guess people are looking to bust out and, and get on the water. Or they're bored out of their minds from being in the house for a couple months. Um, because it seems like I don't have an open day until maybe like the second week of August at this point. So it's a good problem to have, um, but it's hard to believe it's almost July already. Yeah. It's, uh, time's kind of been flying. Yeah, absolutely. And that's good news for you because I think, you know, knock on wood, your weather's going to hold. I think, you know, we're recording this on the 24th of June, kind of seasonable temperatures and, you know, doesn't look like any blowout rains coming in the next week to 10 days. Yeah, it's been, uh, so today is the, I guess, like the first day of a, you know, it looks like a pretty stable weather pattern. You know, it should be sunny and then like 70s and low 80s the next couple of days. But, uh, but yeah, we're, you know, there's rain in the forecast, but like I say, in the summer, you know, we're getting to that point where uh, it's a, it's an odd day when there isn't rain in the forecast and you just kind of have to uh, see if it happens or not. You know, I, I prefer to err on the side of fishing, um, rather than staying home because they're calling for, you know, 40% chance of rain or something like that. Yeah. That's what that $300 rain shells for. Yeah, 100%, 100%. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I've been watching your social media feed. Looks like you've been getting after it in a big way on the smallmouth. What's going on out there? Um, yeah, so this whole spring, I mean, it's been said before, but uh, it's been strange in a couple different ways. But um, we've had a lot of rain, and I've had to run around quite a bit to stay on clear-ish, uh, you know, optimal water. Um, but luckily, there's a, you know, there's some tributaries and, and smaller rivers around that that have afforded that luxury, while the new river has been, you know it's been a temperamental beast for the last couple of months. It's still kind of high and dirty. And, um, it's, uh, at least the, the new river Valley seems to be pretty saturated with, with water because the flows are coming down pretty slowly. Um, but you know, we're, we're at the time of year where, you know, top water is super viable. Um, but in the fish are active, you just have to find, find good conditions. Um, if you can't find, uh, if you can't find clear water, you know, either, you know, fishing down with, with dumbbell flies and, and, uh, trying to pick fish off the bottom or, or fishing tight to the banks with, you know, more visible streamers, uh, it's kind of the way to go. But, um, yeah, we've been fortunate to be able to stay on, stay on some fish the last couple of weeks. Well, that's good. And I imagine, right. Is that things kind of keep getting warm and the water keeps clearing up the top water bites just going to keep getting better and better yeah it should um particularly up on the new as as uh things drop out hopefully and and clear up you know i guess the bright side to having high water for a long time is they they haven't been fished much for the last couple months so you know we uh should be looking forward to some good fishing here in the next uh week or two 
Got it. And we've got a question from Drake came to us on our Instagram feed. He wanted to get your thoughts on summer streamer techniques when the bass aren't on top. How would you attack that problem? Um, yeah. So, I mean, there, there are days in the summer. I mean, I, I strongly believe that, uh, you know, the big fish pattern in the summertime is top water. And there are, uh, there are days when, you know, the fish don't really want to come up. Um, you're not catching as many fish as you think you should. Um, a lot of, it, it depends on the river and, and how high the water is and all that kind of deal. But, uh, you know, if you have, if you have sort of low to average stream flow conditions and seems like good top water conditions, um, I, I've found a lot of times sticking with, sticking with top water and just finding fish, um, is, uh, can, can be viable. I mean, I hate doing the same thing for too long without results, but you know, there are some days where the fish are just slow and sticking with it, um, will pay off. I've had, I had a day uh, last week like that where, you know, the morning was pretty slow. We had kind of a weird weather, um, front move in and, you know, we didn't have that many fish in the boat by lunchtime, but after lunch, um, you know, we were talking about, uh, switching things up and, and moving to streamers, but, um, you know, I just had a good feeling about, we were coming up on a good piece of water and, you know, I said, we'll fish that. And, uh, if, if things still aren't going on, we'll, we'll make some changes. And, uh, like two minutes after lunch, we got a 20 and three quarters. And then we caught a bunch more fish that afternoon and a couple more over 20 and it ended up being a really good day. Um, but it was just, I think it was just the conditions, you know, the fish were kind of put off and, and, uh, it was, uh, more about finding active fish than anything. But, um, I would say, you know, the two situations where I'll fish, uh, streamers during the summertime is, you know, if you do have a high water event, if things get dirty and high, um, and also, you know, like I kind of just described, you have a cold front move through or something like that. Um, it just puts the fish off a little bit. Um, the other one would be if, uh, the new river is a, is a dam controlled river. And, uh, like last year we had, uh, it was kind of frustrating. The dam would, uh, it was the release schedule. There's no schedule, but the way they were releasing water was pretty inconsistent. You know, you'd have rises and falls, you know, sometimes multiple throughout the day. And whenever the water's dropping or has just dropped, you know, it sort of sends fish, um, pulls fish off the banks and they can scatter and, and sort of, they're not really set up in, in super uh, predictable locations. And so fishing streamers in that situation allows you to cover a little more water and, and, theoretically get in front of a few more fish than say throwing a topwater bug and you know where you're just fishing maybe a an eight foot ten foot radius from that bug but um the number one thing that i would say with smallmouth bass and streamer flies um is to fish slow and particularly in the summertime um your your big fish are masters at optimal foraging you know they're not going to they're not going to burn a bunch of calories to eat a small meal. Um, they're going to try their best not to burn hardly any calories. And that's part of the reason why I think they take 
topwater bugs so slowly um, is because they uh, sometimes it's just because they're they know that the bug's not going to get away and they can sort of take their time coming up to eat it and get uh, get a meal for for a few calories expended. But um, they uh, they've got a lot of food sources in the summertime. There's lots of bugs. There's lots of you know young of the year uh, fry and and smallmouth and and minnows and bait fish and crayfish and um, a big fish is not going to chase super aggressively, um, particularly as it gets real hot in the summertime. So I tend to fish pretty slowly, um, almost on a almost on a dead drift sometimes with small twitches worked in there. Um, fast, uh, you know, real fast jerk strip retrieves and and you know where you're retrieving all the way to the boat have their place. And you'll trigger some fish, you know, into an aggressive response that way sometimes. But um, that becomes sort of a, uh, you know, you're looking for a fish that can be sort of tipped into into uh, reacting to a fly. And, you know, you, you sort of reduce your numbers that way um, versus fishing in a way that a fish is going to eat your fly out of like a feeding uh, a feeding. Uh, take versus a reaction i guess um so slow i think is always better and then but you know like i sort of just hinted at if you're not getting any action and things are just super slow and weird and and you can't get fish to move um something that i like to do is um with the streamer flies is to uh you know throw a cast of good holding water a spot that you think a, a fish might be holding and then fish it real fast right off the bat, like be into your first strip or or, or a rod movement by the time the fish or the flies hit in the water. Um, fish it, you know, two three feet out away from where your fly is going to hit, and uh, and then sort of scan the water, see if a, a fish is making moves on it, and and then continue to fish it from there. But sometimes that that real fast. Uh, entry and, and retrieve can sort of trigger a fish into, into, uh, you know, just an aggressive strike. Um, if, if they're not really feeding or, or moving around all that much. So, um, that's something to keep in mind, but I would say just overall, you know, fishing pretty slow is, uh, is sort of the main theme. I know I rambled a lot, but, uh, uh, I think that answers the question. Yeah, no, I think it does too. And, you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. And if you send them to us, you can send them to us, send the questions to us in any of our social media channels. Uh, a lot of times we get them on Facebook. That's probably one of the easiest places. Instagram's another good one. Uh, if you'll send them to us on the Articulate Fly, if we use your question, um, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and we'll enter you in a drawing for some really cool stuff uh, for Matt at the end of the season. And, you know, Matt, it's not a fishing report with you if you don't tell us what you're writing for the rural Virginia and uh, what's coming out this week. Yeah, man, the uh, column this week is it's just sort of a, I guess, essay, you could call it, just a story that I wrote about, um, it's about smallmouth fishing, but it's about something that I always kind of have in the back of my mind. It's, I guess you could say it, it haunts me or freaks me out when you think about uh, sort of exploring new water. You know, like I just touched on with the with the streamer question is, uh, you know, you can you can go to a new piece of water and fish it for the first time, and and uh, you can just have bad conditions, you know, quote unquote, or 
or a weird day where the fish are just not very active and and it can be a class a piece of water and, and you can leave you know sort of uh sort of disappointed and that can leave a a little bit of a a stain on that piece of water in your mind but um but you know on the flip side you can go to a a great piece of water and have a really good day and you know you can sort of view that same piece of water um drastically differently just depending on what the circumstances are and what your success is like but it's just a story about a a piece of water that that uh has always been it's been sort of a backup option for me that I fish you know handful of times a year but first time we went there um we had a pretty pretty slow uh you know four day we caught a handful of fish and no real pattern was there and um we went back a year later and just lit it you know it's like one of the best days of smallmouth fishing I've ever had and and uh you know so it's just basically um basically a story about keeping your mind open to exploring new water and and what it could potentially hold and and that kind of thing well that's awesome well i'll drop a link to that in the show notes so folks can check it out and even though your calendar is filling up fast why don't you let folks know how they can reach out to you matt so they can book you uh for the second half of august or maybe get get some smallmouth fishing in in september yeah, uh, the uh, the website is mattreillyflyfishing dot com, and and I've got all my social media links and email and phone number and all that on there. Um, so however you feel best reaching out, I'd love to hear from you. I do have a few um, days left in July um, that I'm that I'm looking to fill, but August is kind of where it's at right now. And then we do have, you know, we do this uh, hosted smallmouth camp for with uh, the Riley Rodcrafters team every year and that's coming up in I guess it's like three weeks from now um I just I just sold the second to last spot and we still got one more spot open so if anybody's interested in spending a couple of days um staying in some cabins and, and fishing some some awesome smallmouth water in southwest Virginia with some really good guides from the mid-Atlantic region. Um, look us up or get in contact with me and, and we'll get you set up. It's, it's always a good time. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. For folks that aren't familiar, why don't you let them know just some of the, some of the mid-Atlantic guides that you're going to have, right? Cause you probably got Joe Mahler and other folks, right? Yeah. So Joe, uh, I guess you did an interview with him. Um, he's from Florida. He's, he's more of a, he's a casting instructor and a, guide and he's more of a uh, host um for the for the event my dad chris riley the owner of the rod company and and joe are sort of the hosts and and then we've got uh some good friends of mine um jim richmond who guides on the new river down here um and william hearsniak who guides up in northern virginia um, for smallmouth as well eastern trophies fly fishing and um Ellie Rhodes, who guides smallmouth on the James out of Scottsville. Um, they'll all be, be uh, guides for the event, and we've got a couple other local guides that will be filling in, but, uh, but they're some really great smallmouth guides and, and definitely people to learn from, so it's, uh, it's a pretty cool event in that respect. 
Yeah, and I'll drop a link to that in the show notes too. And, you know, folks, it's a great time of the year to be outdoors. We've all been cooped up for a while. Uh, You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. All right. Thanks, Marvin.